When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to Die Stars Tomorrow. I'm your host, Aileen. And on today's DST Thursday episode, I am very excited to be joined by our art director, the mom behind At Betcha's Moms, and my co-host on the Betcha's Moms podcast, Brittany Levine. Welcome to DST, Britt. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and I'm so nervous. Why? I mean, I don't know. We literally just recorded a Betches Moms episode, I and I just feel like well, it's I funny feel so different now. We weren't talking to each other in that episode. <laughs> we we were interviewing yeah. someone, so we were just sitting next to each other, kind of. Yeah. But now we're facing each other yeah. physically, so this is good. you're in the hot seat. Now. I know. I'm, okay. No, this it's isn't like a, this is. I'm not. It's not gotcha journalism <laughs> here. But um, I really wanted to have you on because we haven't had done like sort of a crossover. No. Before, but for everybody who's listening, who's a DST or who like doesn't know that this exists but we have a brand called Betcha's Moms we have a podcast called Betcha's Moms you can hear me talking there and guess who I'm talking to I'm talking to Brittany who's now here with me on a DST so we're gonna do kind of like a mom vibes episode so first of all though Brittany can you tell our DSTers who you are I know you have two wonderful kids but the audience doesn't know so sure. let us know what's going on so um, I am a mom and I'm, I'm, well, I'm more than that, but I have two boys. My son Oliver is going to be four in July, which is insane. Yeah, crazy. I actually started working for Betches when I just found out that I was pregnant with him. <laughs> and then um, I have a one-year-old. Well, he's going to be one in like three weeks, which is also wild. His name is Jack. So we have a crazy house and yeah. it's so much fun and yeah that's like that's pretty much it i know i can't <laughs> i can't believe jack's gonna be one i like, know that's crazy to me i know and he really i mean you could hear like us talk all about the kids on betcha's moms yeah. but like it really is crazy how much your kids change like week after week mm-hmm. and i think this has been one of those weeks where i notice right that he's changing and I feel weird about it feel weird about it but yeah. it's also so funny because I remember when you told me you were pregnant with him and I also was shadily pregnant but I couldn't tell you 
Which is, right? Yeah. And then I told you later, and it was just such a funny, I was like, she is, this is crazy. Now we can do this podcast together. I, it was but it was timing. just, it was, it was great timing. And now we have like adult children. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I really want to like get into it more, not just about, you know, our kids, mm-hmm. but like our relationships with our moms, because mm-hmm. we have a great dear DST person who wrote in their relationship with their mom, their body. And I know we talked about, you know, you know, our postpartum body journey, prepartum <laughs> and postpartum. <laughs> yeah. What's it been like with your mom, you know, in this new role as grandma in the last uh-huh. four years? Is it like changed your relationship with her? What's it been like? I feel like we definitely have gotten closer mm-hmm. since I've had kids. I think just generally as I've gotten older, I've gotten closer with my closer. mom. Okay. Um, but we've gotten closer with the kids. She's I'm very fortunate that she lives pretty close and she's very much involved in my kids' lives and yeah. she's very helpful. So yeah, my relationship with my mom is great. Yeah. Does she like, you know, does she inspire you? Like, are you trying to replicate the way that she was a mom to you or are you trying to do things like different and do you tell her that or are you like pretty hush-hush about that? I, I we don't like outright talk about it, but I think it's very, it's like we don't parent the same. I also think we're different people. But I also think that parenting in the 80s and 90s and 2000s are so different than they are now. You know, we all have like the gentle parenting and, you know, Mm -hmm. really being in tune to our kids' feelings and mental health and our mental health and how our parents' parenting affected us and why we're all in therapy right now. Literally was about to say this is what we talked about in therapy yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I think it definitely is different. And there's things that I do that my mom is like, okay, where I think she's used to it at this point right. because it's been four years now of me being like, this is how I do things. And she's pretty respectful of what I ask for. Mm-hmm. I mean, God knows what happens when my kids are there, probably doing her own thing. But I kind of just am like out of sight, out of mind. But right. we, I would say that a lot of things are different, but there there are things that are the same, I'm sure. Yeah. It's just weird for me with my mom. It's like you have a completely different relationship now because you – not you, like yeah. one, me, yeah. has like this now kid. Now I hold all the power because like <laughs> yeah. she – you know, she – I have a good, pretty good relationship with her, but, you know, like you said, our parents' generation, at least I know my, like, they were just sort of, you know, just did what their parents did and what they thought was right, but there was not really a lot. I don't think there was a lot of guidelines in terms of, like, you know, all the shit that you see on Instagram yeah. now. <laughs> well, even my mom says all the time, she's like, you have so many resources yeah. to find the things that you need. She's like, I didn't have any of this. She's like, right. you know, if you wanted to read something, you went to the library to find a book. She's like, I wasn't doing <laughs> oh that. My God. <laughs> like, it's so different. Yeah. And it makes sense. Like, if we didn't have the resources that we had, you probably would just be parenting how our parents parent. Right. And then there's also the, like, element of, like, your, the way that your mom or moms think of their bodies and how they think about dieting. It's mm-hmm. like they, they grew up in a different time or diet culture was like different. Mm-hmm. And so like how that affected us. And I think that's, I mean, at least I know everybody listening knows that I'm trying to like really break the cycle with that, with my like lineage, <laughs> like on Game of Thrones. Um, but but that's kind of what I'm trying to do yeah. is your mom, is she, was she like a dieter? What was the situation? Okay, I would say my mom was like the quintessential like 
80s fitness mom. Oh, yeah. My mom's a personal trainer. Oh, real? She is? Yeah, she is. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. My mom's a personal trainer. She's been a personal trainer my entire life. She's... My mind is blown. I did not know that. Okay. Um, She's very thin. She's, like, beautiful. Like, she's, you know... This blonde hair, blue eyed, like beautiful, skinny person. And uh-huh. I'm so the opposite of that. Like I'm like brown hair, <laughs> like a little curvy, you know. So like she it was definitely like growing up, it was very apparent to me that she would avoid things. Like I never saw her eat a hamburger. I never saw her bite into a bagel. I never saw her eat a slice of pizza. And even to this day, I'm like, you're not gonna eat a slice of pizza. She's like, what do you mean I eat pizza all the time? I'm like, okay, you right. pick at a pizza. And I think those things definitely rubbed off on me in the sense where I, trust me, eat a lot of pizza and hamburgers, <laughs> but I have guilt for doing it. Right. And I'm sure there's something there that like I think in my mind I'm, I shouldn't be eating these things because my right. mom didn't. I don't think it ever affected me where I felt like I had any type of eating disorder mm-hmm. or anything. Can't say the same for my sisters. I know there's been things there, but like... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting how um, the way my mom was with fitness and eating and, like, how I how I view it. I was going to say, like, as a fitness person, she yeah. must be, like, she's, like, hardcore. Like, what does she do? Oh, yeah. She's actually <laughs> she's so funny. Um, she goes to this workout person, and she does, like, these dance classes, and he posts them. This is, oh like, now. And he posts them on Instagram, and she'll, like, send me the stories. And my mom, like, she sees <laughs> the camera coming around, and she's, like, so hardcore with the workout. I'm oh like, you're so funny. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I And, again, like, I think it's so part of her schedule. Like, she can't go a day without working out. Maybe part of it is just it's she's used to this being her life. Mm-hmm. It's also just it makes her feel good. And I understand that. And there were people like that. And I have guilt for not being that way. You do? Yeah. Does she make comments ever, like, to you or your sisters? No. See, the thing is, growing up, I feel like she never stopped putting food on my plate. Mm-hmm. Like, she was like, eat this. Eat, and maybe part of that was her also projecting where she wasn't eating it, so she wants me to eat it. A lot of Jewish moms. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, she never, ever restricted me from eating anything. She never made me feel like I was overweight, that I had to work out or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But if I ever came to her and I was like, I don't feel good about myself, I want to lose weight, she would be like, oh, so then, you know, maybe we do Weight Watchers or whatever. Right, And And just even to this day, talking about diet and food is just a constant conversation. With her? Yeah. So it's, like, always texting or like you're always talking about it it's just i wouldn't say necessarily like texting about it but like if we're together yeah it'll come up in conversation or like what i ate today or oh, i feel disgusting i ate so much right right there's always commentary about it yeah. I, I walked in a conversation between two of my family members they were like playing with mila but they were talking to each other and they were talking about like a diet and whatever and like they were like we can go together and I was like, oh, are they talking about Temple? <laughs> and then I like come closer and I start <laughs> listening. They are not talking about Temple. I've heard her say like, come to Temple with me for like Yom Kippur or whatever. So I thought they were like, oh, this is so nice. And I realized they were like talking about like, you know, like Weight Watchers meetings or whatever, weight loss things. Yeah. And I was, I got upset, but I didn't show it. And I just kind of came over there, like moseyed on over and I, like went to pick up Mila and I, you know, I'm not like that confrontational. I get really awkward Mm -hmm. and it backfires. But in that moment, 
I was going to take her and they were like, no, we're still playing with her. I'm like, well, can you please not speak about weight loss? Yeah. Like, I don't want those conversations around her. Right. And they were like, well, she can't understand. I'm like, well, you don't know that. And yes, she can. Yeah. <laughs> and I really don't want that happening. Right. So, and they were like, okay. And, and I was like actually very upset after that moment because I like still, it's like something I'm actively, you know, trying yeah. to avoid and just like be very conscious of. And I'm sure I'm missing some other things, you know, by mm -hmm. like focusing too much on this. But it's just something that's always in the back of my mind about trying to like not have my daughter like hear that kind of right. discussion. Well, like I know that it's something that you are working very hard to make right. sure that you don't make a prevalent topic in your household. So then yeah. it's frustrating when you have other people doing it and not respecting your feelings. Right. On the well, topic. hopefully they'll respect it now because yeah. I was like very straightforward, but I was I was respectful. I was like, please do not speak about you know, weight loss around her. But anyway, hopefully they'll get the message. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. F-O-O-D-S dot com. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. 
Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Let's go to DST wins because I want to hear what your win is. Maybe okay. you want me to share mine yeah. because I don't, you said you were nervous. I am. Okay, my <laughs> win is I, for the first time in my whole life, I swam for exercise. That's me. Swimming's? I Googled Great. what should I do? <laughs> like, what is swimming for exercise? Like, what do you need yeah. to be doing to be doing that? And I put on my Apple Watch to like. I was know gonna. Ha- I thought you were gonna say I put on my, I put my, my swim cap. <laughs> like no, but I was considering putting my swim cap because like salt water pools. Like I've carried in my hair. So, but anyway, I just you know, chose to ignore that. But anyway, so I swam. I put my Apple Watch on. I knew how many laps I did, and I was really out, like I got out of the pool like so like wet. Obviously, wasn't in a dry suit. Whatever yeah. wetsuit. Why are they called wetsuits? Right. <laughs> Are a we high? <laughs> a wetsuit. A wet you know, I wasn't in that. But I came out and I was like out of breath. And it was so weird to be out of breath, but also like not sweating because I was in the pool. Right. But I did like 25 minutes. Like I did because then I had to go to a meeting. But I was like very proud of myself. That's amazing. And 25 minutes swimming is a long time, especially if you haven't done it in a while. Yeah, no, I was just like, you know, going fast and slow. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm drowning. And then I like <laughs> went to the side because <laughs> I didn't breathe correctly. <laughs> no, but I wasn't drowning. Everything was okay. And um, I like bumped into my like cleaner. It was crazy time, <laughs> but it was great. And I feel very lucky to be able to do that mm-hmm. in my yard and just wonderful. So that was my win. That's awesome. And, yeah. you know, they say that swimming is, like, the best exercise you could do. Yeah, they do say that. It relieves the pressure on like, your joints. no joints. I know. It's such, a, like, an old people commentary. Like, <laughs> your we're joints getting, are we're old, guys. We're so old. Um, okay, so what's your DST win? So I started playing tennis. Mm. and Like real tennis, not pickleball? Not pickleball, real okay. tennis. And I've been dying. So I played until I was like 18. I was pretty good. And then I just like stopped because like when was I playing tennis? Right. And then now I feel like I don't know if it's that tennis got cool again or I'm just (laughs) now a suburban mom and tennis is cool for suburban (laughs) moms. Um, And I've been dying to play and I could just never get it together. And like, you know, a lot of people like. I play, love tennis. Play during the day. I'm like, I work. I can't do yeah, that. Right. Um, so I finally got with a group of people after work. And I'm so excited. It's like, first of all, an amazing workout. Yes. It's fun. 
And I just feel really good about myself and competitive. I actually (laughs) am a little competitive. Like the games are a joke. Like I'm not good. Like I haven't played in how long. And like everybody I'm playing with is pretty much beginners, but it's fun. And like we don't take it seriously. But then if I like also hit the ball too far, I get so angry at myself. Like I am Serena Williams. No, me, I'm (laughs) the exact same way. I, I also love tennis. I played in high school, like mm-hmm. whatever, and then I stopped because when are you playing tennis? Right. Exactly like you said. That's why I love pickleball. But I, yeah, I love tennis. I drive by like sports time tennis all the yeah. time. And I was like, in Syosset, I was like, should I like take up lessons again? They're expensive, but it's such a great workout. It's great. And yeah, that's so great. And now I want to like figure out how to do the same thing. That's so fun. Yeah. Tennis is awesome. It it's really is such a good workout. Although the only the, you get some like blisters, you get blisters on your hands. I'm not there yet. Yeah. I, I'll let you know like, when I, I get pro. I'm like I hold on to the tennis <laughs> racket for dear life. But that's great. All right, today we have a listener DSD win voicemail. I am really excited to hear this one. Please hit it. Hi, Aileen, longtime listener. I recently first time caller. <laughs> um, I recently had a light bulb moment, and I wanted to share my non-scale win. I have a seven-month-old daughter, and we are struggling to find sleepers in her size, trying tons of brands in different sizes, some as large as like 12 to 18 months, but we just can't find anything that's a comfortable fit. And I'm getting super frustrated how sizing between brands is not uniform. I just wanted to find her something to be comfortable in. In that search, I realized I was so quick to understand that clothes were the problem for my daughter, not her body, but I haven't been able to give myself the same grace. I immediately bought a few different sizes, pairs of jeans, and different from a bunch of brands so I can feel comfortable and less guilty about my stack of jeans from pre-pregnancy um, at the top of my closet. I had to share it because I'm proud of myself for finally realizing that clothes are made to fit us, not the other way around, and for getting different postpartum jeans and not just waiting to lose the weight. Sincerely, learning from my daughter, Betch. That's so cute. That's, That's a, a really good one. good one. That's a good one. Because you just you're you're never gonna judge your child. You're no. always gonna like find the reason and it's always right. it's the brand. And then but when it comes to us, we always judge ourselves and the brands are And that's a great one because I think it's it like it could take a really long time to be okay with your postpartum body mm-hmm. and to just get new clothes and to yeah. work with your body rather than against it. That's yeah. a big deal that shouldn't be overlooked it is a big deal I did the exact same thing actually I like cleaned out my closet Mm -hmm. because for a while I really only had like clothes from 2019 and then like pregnancy stuff Mm -hmm. like I have no new clothes so I just recently bought a bunch of like Madewell jeans I'm wearing them right now love them oh I'm not wearing my I thought I was wearing my and (laughs) yeah I just bought them in a bigger size and that just like is what it is you know like I thought about how I spend my money and it's kind of sometimes crazy that like I think oh I'll buy I'll go out to dinner for this amount of money but I refuse to buy a new pair of jeans for the exact same amount of money mm-hmm. that fits me now like it's just kind of it, it's sort of silly like I'm holding on and it's so much like psychological like I feel like the insecurity comes into it and you're like thinking I need to fit into these previous like clothing like I need to like push myself but it's just it doesn't make any like sense it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense unless you have like financial restraints of course that makes mm-hmm. sense but if you're able to like you know move your budget around for like clothing because nothing is fitting you then yeah. like buying a couple staple items 
is a great way to go about like postpartum because it's just it's, I feel so much more free right now like wearing these jeans that fit me. I agree. Like one and one thing I noticed that I started doing is I would go shopping and I would pick up smalls because that's just what I was always used to wearing. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, oh, picking up smalls, picking up smalls, and then nothing would fit me. And I'd be really upset because I'd be like, oh, right. I have to go get the larger size. And now I, when I go shopping, I'm like, I'm a medium. Right. I'm right. not a small. Right. And so I'm picking out the mediums. And even on some things, I'm like, this looks tiny. I'm taking a large. Right. And I don't feel bad about it anymore because yeah. that I felt worse by putting on the smaller size. Totally. Like, it's just also doesn't really, like, matter what size yeah. it is. Right. And I recently shared in a previous DST Thursday episode, my DST win was that, like, you know, Mila's turning nine months. Mm -hmm. And so, like that pressure of like nine months in, nine months yeah. in. Like so many people ask me, are you taking that picture? I'm like, no. I never did. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not taking it. I don't like, I'm like, first of all, it's 40 weeks. <laughs> so fuck off. Yeah. But anyway, I just feel this pressure. I was like, oh, you know, all these people say to make you feel better about yourself, yeah. about the not snapping back thing. Yeah. They say, oh, you know, it takes a full nine months to grow it. It should take nine months to lose it. I'm like, I'm nine months out and I still really haven't, lost much no absolutely so not. you know it's like that so i felt like that pressure sinking yeah. in and so in that episode and it's really applicable to now is mm -hmm. that i don't you know i've let go of that notion that there's like some sort of timeline that i must adhere to and i'm doing things on my own mm -hmm. and that includes accepting this body in the interim and buying some clothes to fit me right now right yeah and who cares what it's all right. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, let's do a listener, dear DST. And you're not going to read it because we're not on Betcha's Moms. <laughs> you're off the I hook. Can, I can if you you're, want no, me it's to. No, you're off the hook today. <laughs> okay, dear Aileen, Brittany, longtime listener of the pod, and I'm excited to now be entering the pregnancy slash motherhood stages of life along with you ladies. I'm 12 weeks pregnant, so I haven't 
found out the gender. My mom, like you ladies, has done a great job of creating disordered eating habits and body image issues for me throughout my life based on her own issues that I have since, through this podcast as help, worked through and developed a way better relationship with food and my body. My mom has a straight up terrible relationship with food. I mean, the woman is petrified of carbs. Her famous line is, and again, I hope this doesn't trigger anyone, but this is her line. I can't even look at pasta without gaining weight. It's just ridiculous. And I added that accent. She didn't say anything. <laughs> um, it's just ridiculous. All she does is talk about how she gained six pounds or lost six pounds. And she has such an outdated image of what bodies should look like. Always praise me for looking skinny. And an image of her scooping out a bagel and holding it up to her stomach to see how many calories she saved will always haunt me. So because I'm pregnant, and especially if it's a girl, how do I, one, make sure that my mom doesn't make comments like this to my daughter, and two, make sure that my mom doesn't make comments about her own body around my daughter. Even if it's a boy, I still don't want her doing it. To make things more complicated, my mom has had a past with purging after eating, so it makes an even more sensitive topic. Aileen, I know you went on a similar journey with not wanting to mess up your daughter's food relationship and body image like we've been messed up. Help. Love a batch with a problem. Wow. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> like, this is like you've got mail when like Tom Hanks is about to write an email. Yeah. How do you make sure? Well, you kind of have to have that conversation if your mom says anything around her. Like, if you think it's going to be a really big problem, I would just have a chat and just be like, hey, this has nothing to do with you. Like, I always defer, like, Make it about you. Make it about the kid. Don't make the mom feel like she's in like this has to go in defense mode, mm -hmm. especially if this is something that she struggles with. Right. It's a hard conversation. But again, like you're going to see that when you become a mom and you're when you feel more comfortable in this role, because it took me a while to actually find like my voice as a mom. Yeah. You will find it not so difficult to like sort of stand up for these things because I don't know if you feel the same way, Brittany, but like it just becomes a little bit easier as you like find your way in this role and it won't feel as daunting as it may now because you and your mom haven't been in this new relationship mm -hmm. as like mom, grandma, mm -hmm. baby. So have you ever had to make any comments like this to any of your family members or like about any topic? It doesn't have to be about eating, but like, you know to ask them to please change what they say around your kids? Yeah, to be honest, I've had to say things to my husband. Right. Oh, wow. That's so true. Oh and like, I, I mean, I'm sure I've had to say things to, you know, parents and in-laws, but like even like my husband will like say things like, oh, you're so skinny to my son. And I'm like, don't say that to him. Yeah. Because... I don't want him to have a complex. And I guess a lot of this also comes from like speaking with you about these things on Fetch's Moms and speaking to specialists and just knowing a little bit more about this and how it can affect kids. And I'm just like, I don't care if you think that's silly. I choose a different word. Like don't yeah. say that to him. The loaded word. Yeah. And whatever, let them not understand and let them be annoyed. But they'll hear you and they won't do it next time if yeah. they respect you. The funny thing about about partners, that's such a good call out because they are also a product of their upbringing. Yes. And that's a whole nother <laughs> that's a whole nother thing to think about. Mm -hmm. Even before I was doing Diet Starts Tomorrow, I love to talk about weight loss and shit like that. Yeah. 
like with friends. And then I, I remember having this out of body moment where I was like, all the women standing here together talking about like how they've lost X amount of weight. And it's, this is feeling very weird to me <laughs> and I need to explore it because there's other things to talk about. Yeah. I've had to have conversations with Rusty too, like mm -hmm. about, you know, this isn't maybe the right word or I usually communicate through Instagram stories. Oh, I send him the passive Instagram story all the time. He doesn't answer all the time. <laughs> I send him Insta parenting Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. He sends me Marvel, Marvel, like comics, <laughs> like trailers and conspiracies yep. and like, you know, eggs, whatever that the QR codes that we found in whatever show I just watched moon night night. I don't fuck. I just watched, but like, that's what he sends me and I'm sending him like, Please be careful about what you see right uh -huh. now. There's a lot more about, you know, words and stuff with especially girls like you're so pretty, being a good girl, like things like a mm -hmm. good boy also is mm -hmm. there's like all this like these loaded words that people don't even realize they're saying and mm -hmm. they can have like different effects and on the kid growing up, yeah. like being people pleasers. Yes. And yeah, I just there's so a lot of good resources on Instagram and Betcha's moms. Everybody go check it out. But so, yeah, I think that would be my advice is to have a conversation. But I think it's going to get a lot easier when you sort of get like more, you feel more established or comfortable in your role as a mom because the stakes become a little bit higher. And did it take you a little bit to get comfortable, like finding your voice or standing up for your kid? Yes, definitely. I think especially when you're pregnant, before you have your child, you're like, yes, you're a mom, you're growing this human. Yeah. But once you have the baby, you really become a different person. And like your feelings on a lot of things change. And you find it a lot easier to find that voice because you feel so passionately and strongly about that. And mm -hmm. all you care about is this child's well-being. And like, I definitely feel like at first, I would like, ask for advice mm -hmm. and maybe if I didn't agree with that advice but somebody was telling like if a family member was telling me but this is the right thing I would just be like okay mm -hmm. and then right. like as they got older or even if like now with Jack like doing it again I'm like nope this is how I do things right. I don't care what your advice is like right. this is how Brittany and Noah do things <laughs> oh that's nice and yeah. Noah <laughs> and Noah <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. There's a yeah. lot of like uncertainty in the beginning, like a lot of indecision or just like not feeling that confident in your own, like not beliefs, but like choices or decisions yeah. because you need some reassurance. Yes. But once you make a few decisions and practice doing yeah. that and like, you know, being the advocate for your kid who yeah. cannot speak, mm -hmm. you get used to it. And then it becomes a lot easier to have hard, difficult conversations with people that before may have been a little bit louder in your right. mind and you just kind of like become a little stronger. And like I said, you get a lot of power in your mom. Yes. With your kid because you are the gatekeeper to the grandchild. Yes. So just remember that. That's a, that's a thing. It, it, re it truly <laughs> it's, is. It's not to be overlooked. <laughs> but yeah, good luck because the bagel thing, you know, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah that's fucked up really? i haven't heard that one before i have not heard that one but the scooping out of the, the bagel, scooping out i have but yeah. comparing it to what's no, in your comparing stomach it to is the crazy stomach, that's a that's, that's new a level. that's a new yeah. level but again just to have compassion for her 
she, the mom, she yeah. obviously has gone through it. Mm-hmm. She has a long, clearly a long history. If you're saying she's purging, that, you know, she clearly has not really found her healing journey. It's right. just sort of something she lives with. So maybe, maybe when you do end up talking to your mom, because I have a feeling it's not just going to go away, maybe that'll shed some light on, like, her, make her a little bit more self-aware about her actions. Mm-hmm. And maybe she'll, you know... I don't know. Maybe she'll like look at herself differently. Mm-hmm. But back to the problem. I hope you solve your problems. <laughs> and that is sort of it for our episode. Brittany, how do you think you did? Um, I <laughs> hope I did great. This was fun. I think you did awesome. Thanks. I'm not going to ask you to pitch Betcha's Moms. I'll just do it. Okay. <laughs> where, so w- where can everyone find Betcha's Moms? Okay, you can find us at, <laughs> at Betcha's Moms on Instagram. You can go listen to our podcast. It's amazing. It's Betcha's Moms. Wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever you can find Diet Start Tomorrow, you'll find Betcha's Moms. And, you know, we just do a lot of fun stuff. Very educational, entertaining, fun stuff. And... Brittany doesn't want to be followed, so I won't give her Instagram. (laughs) And you can follow me at Aileen. And that is it for today's episode of Dear DST. Be sure to send your questions, your DST wins, and your Dear DSTs to, say it again, DST at Betches.com to get them answered. And you can call in, like our lovely DSTer who did today, 212-287-5650. And we're always with you through thick and thick. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.